You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. The Takeoff. Exclusive to Radio 2000. We're going to be speaking to Professor uh, Shingai uh, Mutambirwa, uh, Professor and Chair of the Urology Division at the Dr. George uh, Mukari Academic Hospital. And yeah, we're talking bedwetting. And of course, we've asked you a question. Um, yeah, if you're a parent that is struggling with your kids who wet their beds, how do you deal with it? Um, how old were you when you stopped wetting your bed? And if you're an adult that still wets their bed, speak to us on 060-584-2250. And we've got uh, Professor online one. Good morning, Professor. Welcome to the show. Hello, Professor. Hi, how are you? Okay, I can hear you now. I'm saying welcome. Yes. Good morning, Professor. Morning, Bangani. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, excellent, excellent. Professor, what is normal, um, you know, when it comes to bedwetting? <laughs> Uh, and yeah. what is not normal? Because obviously at some point, all of us wet our beds, but what is normal and what isn't normal? Yeah. Essentially, um, this, what, what a lot of people call party training or getting them, uh, their children not to be uh, wet their beds, is, uh, it, it usually gets completed uh, in females about, at about four years and uh, in males at about six years. Mm-hmm. Although there are some uh, different races where it actually, it actually comes in earlier. For example, in Vietnam, where most you know, most children are potty trained by six months, but that's partly because of their, their the fact that they they they, 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 have, they a lot of them aren't able to uh, access uh, nappies and things like that. But if a child is, is still wetting the bed after those ages, uh, we usually call that what we call enuresis, and um, it's actually based a lot on a chemical um, in the in the in the in the blood that's released from the brain called ADH or arginine or vasopressin. And what, what that chemical is supposed to do is that when we go to sleep, it, it, it increases and it decreases the production of all fluids in the body. So that's why you get dry eyes, uh, dry mouth and stuff, and you don't sweat so much when you're asleep. But it also stops the kidneys from producing more urine. Mm. Uh, but if it's low uh, it, and it's not being produced properly, what can happen is that there, there's an increase in urine production at night, which then causes uh, bedwetting. And the, it's actually... About eight, seven, eighty percent of the time, it's actually something which is genetic. It's the one or the other part parent probably had the same condition, and in fact, some of the treatments that we're now developing are actually to a gene therapy to actually treat this. So it's not really the child's fault. It's just one of those things that happens, but it does impact massively on the family, including not only the cost of of, of, of waking up and trying to deal with the child, but also just damage to, like Mala was talking about, to, to things like beds and uh, using containment products like diapers and stuff like that. So it's an important thing. If, it is, if the child is having this problem, they need to go and see uh, their physician, and then we can discuss with them the different treatment options. And I mean, how, when do you know you have a problem, Doc? Because, Prof, we're speaking now about um, potty training and what the best age, yeah. age is, and you're saying in Vietnam about six months. I mean, the baby's not even walking yet. When do you start? <laughs> how do you kind of introduce the whole idea of being independent and going to the toilet independently. Yeah, I think this, it's based a lot on, as I said, not only on the, on the, the, whether it's a male or female child, but also on the family circumstances as well. Mm. And although most treating physicians, we wouldn't uh, initiate any of the therapies uh, before, as I said, four, four years in a female and six years in a boy, sometimes it can be more, it can be trouble just before that. And then we can still consider um, some forms of therapy and, uh, Essentially, for our purposes today, there's basically two aspects to the therapy. One of them is what we call behavioral therapy, where you actually change, you decrease the amount of fluids they're taking, maybe wake up the child a little bit more at night. 
But then there's also um, the medical therapies, and those, for our purposes, again, are pretty much two. Um, one of them is uh, a, a, a bedwetting alarm, because uh, if we train, the, a lot of the changes can happen to be in, in the in production of this uh, ADH or vasopressin can be initiated by an alarm. So we put like a special type of bed or a nappy where as soon as it gets wet, um, it, it makes the child wake up and eventually this makes the child um, oh, able to control the urine. And it's a bit intensive because it takes anywhere up to eight months for it to work. But it's very effective. The second yeah. is actually just to supplement the ADH, which is taking a tablet uh, at night. It's a, it's a pretty simple procedure, but it, but it, it uh, and it does work as well. It does, and but it does often they have to take the medication for a long period of time, and it's quite a little bit expensive. And it's uh, the other problem is that it can, in very small proportion of people, uh, cause fluid retention, um, which makes your blood your blood get thinner because of and it has decreased the amount of what we call sodium, one of the salts in the body. But it also is very effective, and that one works almost immediately because you're just replacing that chemical at night. But you do need to take the tablet without having any too much fluids for about an hour before the, uh, you take the medication. So you are basically just saying, as parents, we must stop getting angry. Um, mm. We are not on our own, and there are a lot of people that are like us. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, in fact, they, they, you, yeah, I always tell my patients that that they, that they, 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 they must blame the parents. It's not their fault because the parents are the ones who gave them the genetic material that's causing them to have this problem. I mean, there are some other conditions that can can, can also cause this. Obviously, like you, you were talking about uh, when people are drunk, they sometimes lose the ability to remember to wake mm-hmm. up. But that's not a direct cause of the majority of endurecesis in uh, in children. Although there are, they do, we do usually need to do a couple of tests, like checking the urine test to make sure that there's no infections and things like that. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's really not the child's fault in the vast majority. And you actually have to look at yourself and then introspect. I think sometimes some of the parents, because they've been bedwetted, they bedwet themselves and they felt yeah. frustrated by it. They also then just project that onto the child. And that can actually be counterproductive because it actually uh, makes the child less likely to be to, 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 to manage it themselves as well and and, and that like and, and also an impact on the psychology generally uh, what about adults uh professor because i think that yeah. one has an embarrassment around it maybe your partner yeah. waits the bed you know what is the best way for me as the other person to handle it and is there a doctor that we can go and see that can treat bed waiting oh yeah Basically, your GP is, 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 is perfectly good at this. Uh, obstetricians are there, but neurologists, we often will get referred. But the thing is that when it's in adulthood, it, it depends on a couple of things. First of all, if they were uh, potty trained in inverted commas before, and then it, it comes back for uh, when they're older, we now have to rule out more in, in inverted commas serious things. For example, if they might be having diabetes, which is an increasing amount of fluid they produce at night, yeah. There might be infections of the bladder. There might be nerve da- injuries and things like that. So we need to do a full investigation. But o- often what happens in the, uh, uh, more than 50% of people as they get older, um, usually after around the age of 50, um, that same chemical, the ADH, starts being decreased, produced at night again. And this usually doesn't cause bedwetting directly, but it does cause something called nocturia, where they wake up a lot at night, which then interferes with their sleep. It can cause them to have yes. falls because they're getting tired. But it's the same chemical, and we usually have to supplement that as well. If they are wetting as they get older, as I said, you do need to get those investigations done. But if we do find that it's just because of this, this uh, chemical, and they're having nocturia as well as the enuresis, then we usually just supplement the, um, the, the ADH or vasopressin with a tablet at night again. Professor, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us this morning.
No problem. So the, the rat does not work, Professor. Are we ruling out the rat? <laughs> <laughs> Always make sure you do that. That's what, I think that's the prime target. Let's that <laughs> Thank you so much. Because Utabo says it worked for him. And uh, <laughs> what helped was the skin. Apparently, you yeah, put the skin on, on top, top of, of the, the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Professor. <laughs> no problem. Have a great day, guys. And Thanks, funny enough, that. Usifu uh, on Twitter says, Unomkana. Unomkana. Work. Guys, most of us ate it growing up, and you we were all sorted. Saws, eh? What is an umkan? That's the, the rat. It's the mbiba. The mbiba. mice with the, the lines on, on the back. We used to eat mbiba because we were just playing as kids. Uh, we that's why you didn't bed wet. You, you didn't even so? know it. Because yes, we mbiba. But another thing, yes, we stolen potatoes. We stolen potatoes. Take off live and exclusive to Radio 2000, 97.2 to 100 FM nationwide.